Welcome to Vibing Consciously, the podcast dedicated to deep discussions about spiritual healing and enlightenment. Hi everyone, I'm Kat. And I'm Sarah. We're the hosts of the Vibing Consciously podcast, where we explore the power of conscious living together. In this podcast, we dive deep into the realms of self-love, self-awareness, and self-transformation. We don't just talk about it, we actively live and breathe it. Always holding each other accountable as we navigate this journey together. That's right. We're two best friends on our own journey to healing, supporting each other despite our own beliefs and personal experiences. Through honest conversations, introspection, and connecting with our listeners, we uncover valuable insights, tools, and practices that support our constant evolution. By going inward, we unravel the mysteries of our own selves, and we're here to pass everything along that we've learned on our journey. You'll get to witness firsthand what the road to enlightenment looks like from the inside. Join us now as we dive into more healing, happiness, and wholeness. Whether you're a seasoned spiritual seeker or just starting on your path, Vibing Consciously is a podcast for you. Get ready to immerse yourself in discussions that will uplift your spirit, expand your consciousness, and inspire you to embrace your own self-love journey. Let's Let's vibe consciously. Welcome to another episode of Vibing Consciously. You've asked and we listened. In this episode, we embark on the profound exploration of meditation and its transformative power. Our audience have requested that we share some of our favorite meditation techniques, and we're here to tell you about our personal favorites and unravel the truth about meditation and what you can expect. We start this episode by dissecting the various brainwave states that meditation can lead you through, from relaxation to deep consciousness, and how these states can play a pivotal role in manifesting your desires. We believe that understanding these states is key to maximizing the potential of your meditation practice. We'll also delve into the crucial art of clearing the cluttered mind and embracing the present moment, offering practical techniques to help you achieve mental clarity and find serenity amidst life's chaos. We also explore breath work and how to connect with your inner self and allow you to listen to the wisdom of your body. Throughout this episode, we'll share our personal experiences and why these meditation techniques hold a special place in our hearts. Our goal is to empower both seasoned practitioners and beginners with actionable advice to enhance their meditation journey. Join us on a voyage of self-discovery, mindfulness, and inner peace as we guide you towards a more centered and enlightened existence. Tune in for a treasure trove of meditation wisdom that can truly transform your life. Hello, welcome back to Vibing Consciously. Hey, everybody. We're going to talk today about meditation techniques. Yes. I've had a couple of people ask me about meditation because we did an episode before the magic of meditation and we kind of talked about what meditation has done to help us in our lives, but we didn't really go over a lot of techniques and a lot of people like to talk about different meditation techniques. So we're going to dive into it and talk about what we do when we meditate. All right. You want to start? Sure. Yesterday I meditated and I first I was like, I'm going to meditate outside. So I went outside, sat in the little chair outside, and then I was like, oh, it's too bright. So then I went back in the house, couldn't find an eye mask, so I grabbed two headbands Put those over my eyes, went back outside, sat there. But then I started thinking, well, somebody's going to walk around the corner and see me sitting out here with two headbands wrapped around my eyes and wonder what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> so I was like, son of a bitch. So I got up, walked inside, 
And I was like, I'm just going to do what I do in yoga, Shavasana. So I lay down with headbands over my eyes because it's still too bright. I like it dark when I meditate. And I put in, I put on a sound frequency in my earbuds and I just close my eyes and wait to see what's happening. Mm -hmm. I don't, sometimes I'll do like breath work if I really can't calm myself, but I tried to just calm myself down just by closing my eyes because even at night when I'm at my most calm state, it's when I've just, just closed my eyes. I didn't do anything else. Mm -hmm. And I usually will have like visions or things that come to me in that state of mind. So I generally try to do that. But if I do need to do some breath work, you know, we do the breath of life breathing but what yeah. is the breath of life it's called the Krani Ama Ujjaya breathing breath of life and it's six second inhales through the nose six second exhales through the mouth but yeah I don't really do anything besides that sometimes I'll do a little bit of breath work but other than that not a whole lot I do not try to visualize anything because I want to see what visions come to me if I am thinking, I will tell myself, you know, it's time to calm down, you know, stop thinking. And that's another reason why I really enjoy yoga. Because when we go into Shavasana at the end, my brain is exhausted. My body is exhausted. I can just close my eyes and things will start coming instantly. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's almost like I have to come to a completely exhausted state. Mm. Sometimes we're going to work on that habit sometimes to meditate, but then other times it doesn't have to happen at all. It just depends on how many things I'm thinking about in my head at that time. Yeah. But I always have a lot of things come to me right before I'm going to bed. Why that is, is because you're going into theta brainwave states. What is that? So, um, we have, five different brainwave states so we have high beta which happens when we're in a state of anxiety and stuff like that really alert and coherent and then we have beta brain waves which are just a normal state of alert you know mental brainwave activity and then we have alpha brain waves that happen when you close your eyes so when you close your eyes just typically without going into deep relaxation it's just a normal state of relaxation it's kind of when you are daydreaming and stuff like that in light meditation. They also help you with anxiety, by the way. And then you have your theta brainwave states, which happens in a deep state of relaxation. So theta happens when you are in a deep meditation or if you are right about to fall asleep. Because after theta comes delta. Delta is sleep state. And then you could go into gamma. But theta is the best state to reprogram your mind. So when you say affirmations and stuff like that, the best time to say affirmations is when you are still in that theta state, either right before you go to sleep or right as soon as you're waking up. Because you're right in that middle realm where you are connected to your spirit. Which is why right before we fall asleep, we can start thinking about really weird stuff. It's like we're almost dreaming, but we're still alert. Mm -hmm. You're in theta when that happens. So when that happens, if you're not even thinking about anything, but then something just appears, does that mean you were thinking of it? Or does that mean you've hit a certain state in the spiritual realm? Like, 
if that makes sense. Yeah. So if you're not actually thinking of anything and you're actually going in, you're just in a deep state of relaxation about to fall asleep and boom, some old lady appears to you and says, (laughs) the big war has to happen first, looks you directly in the eyes and then leaves. And you open your eyes going, what the hell was that? Is that my imagination or is that me connecting with? So your imagination is you connecting with woo woo. Oh my God. So it's both. But yeah, you were, you were in between states. That old lady was saying, Hey, you're in Delta state and I'm going to send you some information because you're on my plane and you're really accessible right now to me. Hmm. So I'm going to send you some messages because I know you're listening and I need you to be conscious but I need you to be just not conscious enough to let me in because our conscious brains, when we're operating in high beta and even in beta, sometimes if we're not conscious, our spirit cannot reach us. We're so busy, busy, busy doing our own thing, operating out of ego, fear, anxiety, worry about the future. That's high beta and our spirit cannot get to us in high beta. Now, in alpha, your spirit can get to you because when I do soul speak, you're in alpha. Mm. But the theta, it's like a clear shot. You are right there connected with spirit and they can get to you. Mm. Yeah. But you can also have, I totally forgot about gamma brainwaves. Gamma brainwaves are what happen when you're in really high level of concentration. Because at the Joe Dispenza retreat, when he was showing us these um, scans of people during his meditations, you'll see them go from high beta, beta, alpha, theta. They'll stay in theta for a little bit. And then they'll go into delta, which is usually sleeping. But this person is not sleeping. They're very much awake because their body's starting to move around because they're in meditation, get all this energy. But they're in delta brainwave states and then all of a sudden when they reach that pineal gland boom gamma brainwave states happen when you are in deep levels of concentration where you are getting nothing but raw information straight from source or god the mega computer when you hit your pineal gland so this is when people will have major revelations in their life hmm yeah, Kundalini. I wonder what the big war is. I you really? Thought, I have a thought coming to my mind, but I'm going to leave that thought to myself. Well, there's going to be a whole lot of upheaval happen before we go into 5D. Mm. But in a um, past life regression I did, I said the exact same thing. What did you say? The war has to happen first. Let no them. Way. I swear to God, I'll let you listen to the audio. Let them have their war. And it'll all be better. Was that the, what, what one was it? I think it was my second past life regression. So it was years ago. Wow. And I just had that other thing happen to me. Yeah. It's funny how that happens. But anyway, let's get back to meditation techniques. <laughs> so when you are meditating, you want to be consciously aware of where your brainwave states are. To me, this is what is really important. Because I know when I need to turn on the manifesting powers. Because if I'm going from a straight up state of high beta, so let's just say worst case scenario, I'm going to walk you through what I do in my meditation. So let's say 
I am so stressed out in my life that I know that the only thing that will make me feel better is to meditate. So I sit up, I don't lay down because I want to be able to program my body to be in that state in a vertical state, I guess. Why? Well, because I want my brain to be able to connect to this source of power while I'm awake and walking around, not just when I'm laying down and asleep. Because some people, like you, Sarah, have gotten really good at your sleep and theta delta state. Because that's where you're getting all of your information. You're getting all of your information right before you fall asleep because you've gotten so good at Shavasana because Mm -hmm. you do it in yoga every day. And so when you lay down, you can snap right into that alpha state, go right into theta. No problem. But getting into that state sitting up is more difficult because you have to worry about the distractions of your body. Yeah. Because when you're laying down, you're relaxed. You don't have to worry about your body. Where if you're sitting up, you're very aware of your body. And the whole point of meditation is to get past your body. So when you're sitting up, if I am in high beta... That's why the monks meditate sitting up. Exactly. Because you're you're trying to conquer yourself awake. You're not trying to conquer yourself asleep. Mm. I mean, I have no control over myself when I'm asleep. I want control over myself when I'm awake. So I'm going to meditate when I'm sitting up like I'm awake. But then I have to worry about, oh, well, my nose itches and my butt tailbone kind of hurts. and Oh, man, I'm not really sitting up straight. I'm hunched over. I got to sit up. Oh, so that's high beta. Let yourself be in high beta and do not give up. Let it run its course. You are not your mind. You are the consciousness behind your mind. So when your mind is telling you, oh, man, I'm hungry. Oh, do I have to pee? Oh, God, I forgot. I had to do that thing. I forgot to put that in the pickup order from Target. Let it do it. Don't. Listen to it, though. Don't pick up your phone and put that last-minute paper towel order in your Target basket. Leave the paper towels alone. You'll remember after your meditation. So let it get through high beta. Let it run its course. And then you'll feel yourself slowing down a little bit. But I have to breathe. So when my mind is going through this running, 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 that's when I connect to my body. I'm like, shut up, mind. I'm going to go into my body now, and I'm going to tell my body to calm down because that is why my mind is running. My mind is running because my body has been going, 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 going. So I don't want to look at my mind. I don't want to look at my thoughts. I want to look at my body because my body is what is creating these thoughts. So I go into my body, and I say, okay, where am I holding anxiety? Is my heart racing? Whew, okay. How do I calm down my heart? I breathe. So I go in through my nose, out through my mouth. A couple of deep times. I'm not really thinking about it. Just a couple of deep breaths. Can I also add something to that? Yeah. When you do that deep breath, you know, in through your nose, out through your mouth, Mm -hmm. do you do the... All the way until it's empty? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Have you ever thought about doing in through the nose... Out through the mouth. Oh, well, yeah. Instead of... Oh, the... Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a so, difference. So you want to do it as like you're fogging up a, 
a mirror and you want to do it till you're like you're fogging up a mirror and you have a, a light uh, snoring against the back of your throat. There we go. Oh, OK. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I get you what you're saying. Do that to your completely empty and use your abs to push any less little air out. Yeah. So that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I don't do that usually, but I have heard that. But that's not one of the things that I do. So that's good. So I'm going to do that from here on out. But after I take my deep breaths, then I'll start making more conscious breaths where I'll breathe in deep, hold. So there's this thing called um, box breathing where you breathe in for five seconds, hold for five seconds, breathe out for five seconds, hold for five seconds. And you go around and around and around. And some people say seven seconds. Other people say ten Find out what works for you, but the box breathing where you inhale, hold, exhale, hold is amazing. And it will calm down that high beta every single time. So once I do that and I can feel myself go into beta where I'm just alert, my brain isn't going, but I'm still not super relaxed. That's okay. Let yourself be there. It's easy to get out of beta. So... Keep your breathing going, focus on your breathing, but try to make it more rhythmic now, more natural breathing. Start going into more natural breathing. And then... Can I ask you another question? Uh Uh-huh. Do you breathe with each yoga pose that you do? Yeah. Do you switch poses frequently? Or is it just like you do a pose, you sit there for five, ten minutes? I sit in my poses for a while because I have to let... Because if I do it too fast, I feel like I don't get enough of a stretch. I would love to be able to do it faster. But right now, I'm still so tight. I have to sit there for a minute and really stretch it out and breathe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because it is tight. Mm -hmm. So I got to breathe. Is that right? Yeah, that's like warm-up yoga. Okay. That's like, well, not warm-up yoga, but that's like warming up to do your yoga practice, which is a flow, a movement, a practice. Right. And then you cool down with more stretches. Right. Yeah, so I do that. Um, But then once I feel my body relaxing and I'm going into theta, because usually you can tell when you're going into theta, you'll start to feel your body get droopy. Your head might start to bob around or whatever. Just let it do whatever it's going to do. But be comfortable. Now, once I am in theta, usually I just allow myself to be open. I open my channels in that moment. So I focus on my crown and I just look at it like I have this big old white pipe coming down from the sky, coming into my crown, allowing information in. And then from there, I just kind of let it ride. If I do have an intention of something, like say I'm trying to manifest a house because we moved a little while back. In that theta state, I would imagine what I would want my house to look like. How many bedrooms, you know, the must-haves in the home. Now, I wouldn't picture the home and exactly what it's supposed to look like because you don't want to be super in control of everything, but you want to put your request in. You want to let the universe know, hey, I'm looking for a house. I need it to be this many bedrooms. I need it to be this square footage. I'd like to have a big backyard, maybe a garage, you know, simple things like that. 
But then once you can switch into gamma, which if you do switch into gamma, I have never done that without doing intentional breathing beforehand where I am intentionally moving kundalini up to my pineal gland and I'm focusing on that pineal gland because gamma in meditation is it's difficult to reach it's not easy you have to sit there for a long time usually now I'm sure that there are some master meditators out there that can switch right into it they're there I mean technically I did see them do that so but for me personally I can't switch it on just yet but I'm getting quicker and quicker. I go into that theta state usually within the first five minutes of my meditation. But usually when you're first starting to get in that theta state, it could take a good amount of time. So a lot of people get discouraged in meditation because they continue to stay in high beta where their mind will be racing, 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 thinking about all the things they have to do, put up the laundry, go get the kids, da, 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 da. And then they'll start thinking, God, shut up. Why can't I shut my mind off? I can't meditate. I can't do this. Just stop talking. I've heard that so many times from so many people. I can't meditate. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I-, I can't meditate. I can't shut my brain off. Or I have ADHD. I can't stop thinking. Does your ADHD define you? No. Do your all the chores and all the lists define you? No. Sorry, I just had to add my little tidbit to that to just work past that. Back to shadow work. (laughs) (laughs) No, that bothers me a lot. I'll be honest about it. That bothers me a lot. And that's something that I also have to work through because I do realize the difficulty of this work, okay? It is hard. It's really hard looking at yourself, looking at your past, and having to take responsibility for the shit you've put yourself through your whole life, it's hard. Nobody wants to look at that. But, I don't know, some people are okay being complacent in their life, and that's okay. That's totally okay. They don't have the same drive as I do to try to look for this bigger purpose in life. That's just me, and that's okay. But I hate it when they say I can't meditate. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And I want to tell them, like, I've gotten so irritated with it. Now when people say they can't meditate and they go down their list of reasons why. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Mm. It's hard for everybody. Yep, everybody experiences that. Mm -hmm. Yep, meditation is hard for everybody. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm stressed too. I get it. Yeah. See, this mm-hmm. is when you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I've gotten to the point where um, I still have some anger with it, but for the most part, I've just kind of given it up and I've made it into something funny because I've had to. Mm. I've had to because I, I don't know. I know how much this has changed my life, and I know that there is a lot extensive extensive research extensive research on meditation and the benefits that it has on your body and everybody can do it everybody can do it now the question is is not can you meditate is why don't you want to be better why don't you want to feel better 
Why are you letting your diseases and illness and pain control you? Do you like that? Does it give you some feeling of comfort? But that's where I become the mirror and people get really pissed off, really pissed off, <laughs> where they say, well, you don't understand. I give that to you. You don't understand. Or, you know, I just don't believe that. I don't believe that stuff. Okay. That's fine. But I just want you to know it's because you don't want to look at you. Bye! That's kind of what I am. Because when you say you can't meditate, don't say you can't meditate. I can't overcome my mind. That's what you should say. I don't have the ability to overcome my mind. And that is when I'll look at you in acceptance and compassion. And I'll say, I totally get it. I totally get it. It sucks overcoming our mind. But when you say I can't meditate, that's when you get, uh-huh, sure, yeah, mm, right, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, mm. that must be horrible for you. Because I've lost the compassion for it. Because I have seen so many people with every excuse that you could possibly think of and very valid ones not to meditate, and they still do it. They still do it because they want to feel better. And there is nothing on this planet that is going to do that for you like meditation does. Nothing. No pill you take, no herb you put in your tea, nothing will make you feel at peace like that, like meditation can. But again, meditation's hard sitting down because you do realize a lot of stuff and and a lot of people don't talk about what meditation really is so go more into detail about what meditation really is and I think that you've gotten a pretty good idea from what we've talked about so far so a lot of people think that meditation is just sitting Indian style with your eyes closed and going um not that at all at all at all and like we're saying meditation will give you peace yes it will but at first it will give you a lot of stuff that makes you feel really uncomfortable and that's the reason why people can't meditate is because when you're in that high beta brain brainwave state your mind will say whatever it can to keep you in that state. Our mind is a tricky, tricky thing because for some reason we get addicted to these feelings. We get addicted to these thoughts. There are chemical reactions that happen in our bodies and in our mind that keep these negative thoughts going and keep us addicted to them, literally. So if you continue, just for an, an example, just as a parent, I'm going to use parents as an example here. If you continue to worry about your children and you say, oh my gosh, what will they do when they get older? Will they ever be okay? Are they going to find a good job? Are they going to make friends? Are they going to go through the same things I went through? Like, am I ever going to be able to be me again? Am I going to be separate from my kids ever again? This is what high beta looks like. This is the state that our brains and bodies are comfortable in because we live on earth and that's what it's like here. And our society keeps us that way and a lot of other things do too. 
I won't go into the reasons why we stay in high beta, but because we stay in high beta is why we can't meditate. And you have to overcome that. And as you overcome, your brain will say some pretty messed up stuff sometimes. When you're when you're slipping into beta and then theta, your body's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't do that. Um, let's throw out that one memory. Yeah, 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 yeah. You remember that time when you were six and you were so hungry and ready for lunch, but those people beat you up and took all of your lunch money and you didn't get to eat that day. Yeah, let's bring that one up. That's a good one. Let's see how she reacts to that. <laughs> let's get the popcorn, guys. Okay, so this is what your brain is saying. And then you go, yeah, I remember that time. Oh, my God, I'm feeling something in my body. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm going to pop up. No more meditating. I can't meditate. All right. Well, that was fun. So people who meditate are some strong-ass people. Some strong-ass people. And we may seem kind of loony tuned sometimes, okay? We may seem a little loony because we've had to be loony. Our mind has given us everything it could possibly give us to stop us from finding peace. And if you look out your door, does it look like our world is set up for you to be at peace? No. We were put in this program for a reason by our spiritual selves to be able to overcome all of that. And that is the point of meditation and why it's becoming so widely known right now. People have meditated since the beginning of time. Jesus meditated. Buddha meditated, obviously. All these other people meditated, but it didn't say in the Bible, Jesus then went in the caves and meditated. But we want to look at him being in the caves. Like, what do you think he was doing? Like, do you think he was playing with his Easy Bake Oven? No. He was freaking meditating, people. Praying, meditating, same thing. All right? Connecting to yourself. Putting your request into God, into the universe, through theta brainwave states when you meditate. So when you catch yourself going into that high beta brainwave state, try to bring yourself down. Go into some meditation. Do something to get that stress to go away so that it doesn't continue to hold in your body. So we'll go back into those thoughts and what you do to overcome them. So when I have them, when I say I go into my body and I try to feel it, there could be all sorts of stuff that comes up here. So I've had repressed memories come up. Um, I've had realizations about current situations that are happening in my life come up. And you're being signaled with these thoughts for a reason to look at them, to be consciously aware of them. So earlier when I said you are not your mind, you are the consciousness behind your mind. What I mean by that is our mind controls a lot of the way that we feel. And the way that we feel in our body, like literally the sensation of touch in our body, what we feel becomes our emotions. We become emotionally attached to them. And then once we start having an emotion, it creates a thought. And that thought will show up over and over and over again 
in different ways until you learn to deal with it. So when I go into my body, I allow myself to feel those things. So if that thought pops up with that repressed memory of back when I was six years old and got my lunch money stolen, or even much deeper than that, like rape, you'll be shown that again. Because I'm telling you, the more you sit there, the more the mind will reach. It will reach and reach and reach. So at first, it may say, okay, yeah, let's show her the lunch money situation. That'll be good. They have their popcorn ready. And you say, eh, good try. Nope. I'm going to let myself feel it. I'm going to cry. I'm going to scream. I'm going to move my body, kick my way out. I'm going to do all that stuff to settle you. And then your mind goes, oh, shit. All right, well, hmm. let's see now. I remember that one time her dad called her stupid. Let's do that. Let's try that out. So then you start to think about that and how you felt. And it's attached to your dad. Somebody stronger this time who you have some more stuff with, too. And you say, all right. Ooh, that's a good one. All right. Hmm. And then as you start to fight it off, they start showing you more stuff about your dad. You remember the time he did this time he did that, the time he said this to you. And then your mind and your body both start to react more and more and more. But you have to sit your ass down. You have to sit down. You can't get up and distract yourself. You have to look at that. You have to feel it. Feel it. And it can be freaking painful sometimes. I'm telling you, it can suck. It can suck. And stuff that you didn't even realize you had. You might be one of those people who are living a completely happy life. And you look at things rosy. And there's nothing wrong. You can't find anything wrong with life. But as soon as you sit down, you start remembering. Because that's just what the body does. It's like that for everybody. It's natural. Because as people who are one connected with God, we are both light and dark. We have both sides to us. And we have to face both of those sides and we have to be able to feel them equally. And the more you meditate and the more you work through these things to where eventually your mind will run out of shit to give you, I promise you. It will. And you'll have some silent meditations and sometimes you'll have some where it'll pop up again and you'll have different stuff. But eventually, it'll run out of stuff. And you'll be able to sit there and you'll just be able to get information. Information about your future. Information about your life. And it could be something as simple as, hey, cut out strawberries from your diet. They're not so good for you. It could be information like that. Or it could be information like, hey, next Saturday, something is going to come up. So I'm going to present you with an opportunity and I'm going to need you to take it. You're not going to know what it is, but you say, there's something about Saturday. I feel good about Saturday. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to open myself up to the possibility of something wonderful happening in my life on Saturday and watch it happen. Watch it. Because when you sit and you conquer your thoughts, you conquer your body, you are rewarded every single time. That is God's reward. And then you're able to go out and help other people. 
because this new piece you're going to want to share. And some people, it might be a miss, might be a hard miss, okay? When they say, I can't meditate, and I say, why don't you want to feel better? Uh, Well, you might miss out on that one. You're not going to get everybody. You're not going to be able to help everybody. But there will be other people who will start showing up in your life that will be very receptive of this new lifestyle that you have, and you will be able to share all these wonderful gifts with them. And it's amazing. So that's kind of my process with your typical meditation. Anyway, there are other ways to meditate that we'll talk about real quick before we end. They're also very useful because I I do think that there are other ways to meditate other than just sitting and connecting. There are ways that we meditate all the time, like I paint. When I'm painting, I'm meditating the whole time. I'm allowing for that creative energy to flow through me however it needs to flow. And that for me is meditation. Also singing and listening to music. It's more of a grounding meditation. It gets me present in the moment. It gets me out of that high beta and it gets me more in my body. Driving in the car. That's my big one. Yep. A lot of people meditate when they're driving in the car. No, my eyes aren't closed. I'm fully aware of how to drive for the most part. (laughs) (laughs) Also in the shower. Listening to music. Mm-hmm. Exercising. Oh, yeah. Exercising, you can meditate. And you can also do more intentional meditation being up, too. Dr. Joe teaches us walking meditations. But Dr. Joe has meditations that you can listen to where you can stand at first and, and just listen. And then he'll have you start walking. And you walk as whatever this person you want to be. If you want to be happy, walk like you're happy. Start dancing around. You know, if you want to walk like you're powerful, stand up, walk like you're powerful. And then also a different form of meditation is intentional breathing. I do intentional breathing sometimes, but breathing exercises are really good for releasing some of that energy too. I know that I did do one breathing exercise where it was almost like I was hyperventilating. And I'm telling you, the energy that that moves out, woo-wee. It's pretty good. And earlier when you said meditating outside, meditating outside makes a huge difference too. Meditating by water, by trees, by a fire. Fires are very meditative. Outside is always better. Gardening. Yeah. Gardening is very meditative. Yeah. That wraps up our episode for techniques on meditation. We would love to hear what your techniques are if we didn't list it here today because we are always looking for new ways of meditation that maybe somebody uses that nobody else has ever done before. So uh, reach out to us and let us know. Yeah, we'd love to hear it. I know there's a bunch of different ways out there. Toodles. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this journey to self-discovery and healing. We hope the discussions and the practices we've shared have helped you to raise your vibration and find more peace and balance in your life. Don't forget to be kind to yourself, listen to your body, and trust the process. Make sure to visit our website at vibingconsciouslypodcast.com where you'll find links to listen to our newest episodes, subscribe to our newsletter, and find out where you can find us on social media. If you have a topic that you'd like to be featured on Vibing Consciously or you'd like to be featured as a guest, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you.
keep up the great work and remember if you're feeling you're healing until next time keep shining your light and spreading your love wherever you go namaste